as you have the nature of joy you hold to be rejoicing but you see it's not enough to have the nature you must put your nature to work now because god already promised that he's going to be with us in his world till the end of days we have no cause to be sad we have every cause to be number one thing you must treasure is god's voice god must be able to speak to you at all times a believer must be enlightened with god a believer must be able to decode god now if god doesn't just give the word sometimes he gives instructions those instructions are like strategy don't just receive the promise in your heart also receive the process now what to do with the grace for next level or what to do with next level grace now um listen to the message there won't be need for a recap um i just shared with you that there are different dimensions in our lives and then that necessitates a different dimension of grace that should be in operation in our life and the, the what we know the truth we know all right help us to really enjoy the dimension of the grace that that truth all right brings into our life so we don't enjoy the dimension of the grace of the holy spirit until we have received the truth of God's word into our life and now remember what the bible says the bible says that the height was without form and void and the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the deep and god said let there be light so the holy spirit doesn't go into operation all right when the word of god is not in a situation the holy spirit doesn't go into operation in any situation when the word the truth of god's word all right is not known concerning the situation or it's not declared concerning the situation if you get that can you say amen? amen so the holy spirit as a gift of god in our life is the one that is the is the custodian of the grace of god so that it manifests and activates different dimensions of grace with respect to the truths of the word of god that we know and so um you know the number one point i gave you i said i was going to share seven points is that you have to feast on the knowledge of God's word. You remember, you have to feast and meditate that is think and think again on the knowledge of the truth or the grace truths. All right, the grace truth. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 2 it said grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. So we enjoy that multiplication, the multiplication of the grace so fixing and meditating of the word of god is quite important now i shared with you there are different dimensions of grace he said as you abound in the grace give us second corinthians chapter 8 verse 7 look at what it is second corinthians chapter 8 verse 7 said but as you abound in everything in faith in speech in in knowledge and in all grace in all diligence and in your love for us See that you are bound in this grace also. He was talking about grace for generosity. So, and I told you that there are different kinds of grace. I told you about the grace at redemption, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9. When God, Paul, was writing to the Ephesians, he said, by, by grace you are saved through faith. Do you see that? So there's grace for redemption at salvation. It's a full package. And then you say grace for salvation. If you check Acts chapter 15, verse 11, Acts chapter 15, verse 11, all right, Acts chapter 15, verse 11, he said, But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the same manner as they. You see now, you see, in the same manner, through the grace of Jesus Christ, the grace of Jesus, grace for salvation, 
Grace for redemption. Grace for productivity. I shared that last week. First Corinthians 15, 9-10 when it says that by the grace of God I am what I am. And yet not high. I, I labor abundantly than them of. So that means I produce results much more than them. And I spoke about grace for victory over temptation and persecution. Right? For, probably you need to break addiction. You need to be conscious of the grace of God at that level. You know, Paul says something. He says that, um, you know, that I am in this, I have this fun, turn in my flesh. And then I prayed to the Lord thrice or three times that God should take it. And then God communicated by saying that my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is manifested um, in weaknesses. Now, let let me give you some more points that shows that uh, these things are graces that have been allocated to us. But we just need to uh, um, activate them. All right? When Bible says you have been blessed with us, spiritual blessings in heaven places, it's talking about the graces, you know, for finances, for maritals, for for. A job for um, for opportunities for you know breakthroughs and all that. It's their graces, all right. To be to parent effectively is grace. So you see, but I just want to point you, you know, to um, one or two things uh, in the scripture as touching them, so that I will now you know share with you basically on what you ought to do. And now look at grace for divine help. Hebrews chapter four verse sixteen. He said, "Come to the throne of grace that you might obtain mercy to find help." You see now. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. In times of need. So there is grace for divine help. So what that means is that whatever situation, whether emergency or whatever you find yourself, the help of God is right there. You must be conscious that even if you find yourself in any mess, the help of God will be right there. Are you getting what I'm saying? And now you hear that, can you say amen? amen. Somebody say, I receive divine help. Now, when you say, like I said, if you say it, then you see that grace for divine help being activated for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay? Now, don't ever get to the point where you think that, you know, you can always, you are strong enough to help yourself. You will, you know, you, your strength will be tested. And you will know you need God to move somebody to help you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Divine help. For God to have said that it's not good for a man to be alone, you don't ever be tempted to think that you can undo certain things alone. That word is not just for marriage. Amen? Uh-huh. It means business partnership. It means even in your career. There are people that can mentor. It's not good for a man to be alone means that, you know, that there are certain things. You can't carry the, the you can't execute heavenly vision alone. Even Jesus Christ, when he came, he needed 12 disciples, including the one that would betray him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh So, divine help. Somebody say again, say, I receive divine help. There is grace for riches. Just take note, riches and wealth. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. Look at it. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. When he was teaching them in this 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and chapter chapter 9, he was talking about generosity grace. But then he was telling them that, look, it was first demonstrated in Christ. Look at what he says. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became what? Poor. That you through his poverty might become rich. You see that? He became poor. That's what he was telling the Philippians, that Jesus Christ did not make... Now give us Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. Let's quickly see it there. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. You understand this verse better. 
He said, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ. Yes. He says, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. Yes. And he said, but made himself of no reputation. That is what it means to be poor. That's what it means he became poor. Taking the form of a bond servant. And coming into the likeness of men. Yes. And then, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. And in a place where sent disciples, he said, look, nobody can take my life. I give it and I take it back. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you can see that deliberately, you know, it's like somebody who is a multi-trillionaire or billionaire who just left all his company and all that with all the glamour. It's like Jeff Bezos now coming to Nigeria and say he wants to be living in one village in the east. Identify with the poor people in that particular village in the east or south-south or southwest or even in Connaught. You know, you can have typical poverty living like a human being in the Connaught. So, and, and he went there. That's what, you can picture Jesus Christ in that regard. And that's the level of sacrifice God wants us to make when it comes to things. And he says that if he had done that, it's for you now to now go occupy where he left. So, if someone like Jebezos left that now, he went to that core place to identify with those people to help them. He had gone there to help them, not to stay with them, because he left eventually. So, that you may leave that condition and occupy where he left for you. Do you get what I'm saying? Where he left for you to be redeemed and be restored into that place. Think about it as power. Think about it as, 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 as having big businesses. Think about it as being successful in career. So if you paint Jesus Christ as a career person, he left the best of the career that your own career might be best. He left the best of the you know, the best of the job and identify with your joblessness that you may have job that is one of the best. Are you getting what I'm saying? So interpret grace in that dimension. That's grace. If you can hear me, say I hear. I hear. So you see, he left all that and identified. That's grace for riches and wealth. Now, there's grace for righteousness. Romans chapter 5 verse 17, it says... Those who, you know, through one man we have received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. There is grace for favor of kings. Esther 2, 16 to 17. Grace for favor. Favor from kings. He says, so Esther was taken to King Azeros. Um, he said, into his royal palace in the tenth month, which is the month of Thebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. Nazareth. And he said, the king loved Esther more than all the other women. Now, don't forget what they call other women here. They were also virgins. I want you to know. They screened up people and now selected virgins, then the most beautiful, and brought them. And they trained them for like a year. And out of everybody, Esther was loved more than all of them by the king. And she obtained grace and favor in the sight more than all the virgins. Now, I want you to, that's why, you know, and, uh, 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 Mr. Wenger was saying it in the morning, in the first service. I mean, all great service. That there is, you know, I've always said it, there is the grace, there is truth and grace. And now you can trace, if you have abundance, he said, let the word of God dwell in you richly. It will produce wisdom. He says, in all wisdom. You see that? And now, the grace of God is a dimension of God's power at work in our life. 
Although he creates an opening for the functionality of the wisdom and the power of God. If you are still following me, can you say amen? amen? But you can see the wisdom here. What is the wisdom? Esther submitted herself for the training for a year. Are you getting what I'm saying? Esther was mentally equipped. Esther was taught the palace ethics. Not just palace ethics. What it means to be a queen. All of them were taught. Now, it's not impossible they may examine all of them and they, they, they may did training selection, do you understand? And then they did maybe aptitude test and then Esther continued to pass. So, the skill will have been tested. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, there is something that grace will always like to ride on. So, you don't sit down and say, well, I won't go for the training and say, and the Holy Spirit is telling you, you know, connect with this person, let him mentor you or let's expose yourself to this and then you just sit down there. The grace won't work. So the grace of God needs to... Now I used to tell students back then on campus, you don't read anything, then the grace will multiply what you have not read. The, the, you see, once you have one there, the grace can be like 10 times 1, you get 10. If you have 2, the grace can be like 50 times 2, then you get 100. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you have 0, even if you bring, if grace brings 1 million, it will still be what? 0. So that is why God says that I will bless the work of your hands. So there must be something that the grace must write on. You have the skill there. That's the wisdom. You have the training. You are exposed to it. You know the ethics. No, they say, hey, I claim palace. I claim. Didn't you see that when they wanted to bring Joseph into palace, they have to shave for him? Despite the fact that he had answer, there is a way he must appear before the king because they can kill him with the answer. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't just appear anyhow. And then they you know, make sure you dress well. You know, that's, who, that's who I am. That's not who you are. That's who you have made yourself to be. You can always be better. It also affects people in marriage too. And they, they make sure you are just this and say, no, if you cannot love me like this. Then you know, they, look, you stay long. There are many women. Somebody, the king will love your mates more than you. It's a, you know, do, do like a lady. You don't do like man. No, that's why I'm a man. Okay. You realize that I was telling leadership training yesterday. I told him, I said, a guy wrote something. He said, you know, people should be, they said, the highest shock that people have ever received in their life. And then a the guy wrote, he said, in their relationship, he said, the guy wrote, he said, I never know that I've been dating man. Until the day there was a little challenge, and then the lady started rolling us. He said, You see, let's, let's undo this thing man to man. Ah! <laughs> the guy said he received the shock, the God, the shock of his life. And then he decided he has been in a relationship with a man. And somebody will have pointed that lady to him that, Look, all these things you do, you know, don't do, do it like a lady. And then you see some people, they do extremely like a lady. And then, you know, he doesn't wake up on time. He doesn't sleep on time. He'll be on Netflix. And he doesn't wake up on time. And he, I mean, look, I, you want to marry somebody who is a go-getter, who, is, who has a future package himself like that and is going with it. You know that you dress like where you are going does not mean you are going there. But the, at least when you start dressing like where you are going, at least when you dress like where you are going, you know, when you dress like where you are going, it's like a step you have taken. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because I told, let me tell you this. Wearing a cassava starch shirt does not mean you have a future. 
There is no starch. Look, 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 look. The starch dresses, and I'm not against it. Be decent in the way. You know, you can dress up that way and not be working out how to go to your future. And not actually be deliberately working towards your future. You can be dressed and stagnant. When we are talking about favor, there are things that come around. You know, these dresses we wear, they told somebody who was having a particular issues in court. The lawyer, I think they met elderly lawyer. I said, this particular case is a terrible one. So how do you appear before the judge? Ah! So there is a color that pleads for mercy. They said, you know what you do? Wear a suit. Wear the shirt you are going to wear inside, maybe sky blue or something. Sky blue or, was it sky blue or something? They mentioned the color. That the color communicates mercy. When Mr. Wenger was talking this morning, he talked about somebody who went to study eye pigment, um, color pigment, and uh, you know what I found out. Don't just think social media is just like that. Though. What he did concerning social the technology behind social media is such that once you, that's why one person wanted to dominate the whole social media. Because what he wanted to do is that all those platforms exist so that by the time you are tired with one, you go to the other. They've designed it in such a way that you will spend five hours, six hours on the social media and you are okay with yourself. They've designed it in such a way that you'll be glued to the social media. Favor with kids. You have to appear like where you are going, but then you have to be deliberate to go where you are going. If you hear that, I say, I hear. I hear. And ladies, don't be deceived by cassava stash, all those stash stuff. Don't be, don't look. People can appear like MD and they are jobless. Are you getting what I'm saying? Guys, don't be, de- don't be deceived though by beauty. You know, not all things that, that, that glitters is good. Now, I had leadership retreat yesterday and I told them point blankly, you can attack what you love. Yes, you can attack what you are attracted to. Game changes in life. That's why God wants us to be a master of things. Don't be, I love, he loves me, I love you. Well, maybe we have told the man in charge of our, all these love affairs, that we devote one Sunday to come and talk to ourselves. The king loved Esther more than all the other women, and she obtained she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins. So he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of vasty. This, this vasty matter, up to now, it still sometimes bothers me. How you are already in a palace. And they told you to call, just come and... Ah, and you just became full of yourself. And those people told the king that the way this woman behaved, that's the way all our wives will be behaving. If we don't, if we don't deal with vasty matter now, our wives will start misbehaving in our homes. And the king said, okay, if that's your, you guys go and gather all the virgins that you can gather, the most beautiful. That's the head. That was the last time vasty ever had access to the king. So you, you are careful. I just said that so that you know how you behave in the palace. Did you get what I'm saying? You can get favor now and get into the palace and start misbehaving. That you deliver an answer this 2021 does not mean they won't throw you out in 2022. 
Because all of us are concerned about getting it now. Nobody is concerned about being sustaining that thing you have gotten. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is a way. When you hear a call, there is a way you respond. There are some arrogant spirits that some people have been keeping. It's when they get to where they are going. Or they are almost near where they are going that they unleash those arrogant spirits. It's not there now when they have just little, little money in their account. When a major money comes, then they unleash it. Favor with kings. Favored with kings. Let me say this. It just came to my spirit now. And there are some favors of kings you will reject so that you can fulfill your destiny. You know Pilate wanted to favor Jesus Christ. Do you remember? Pilate represented a king who made decision. So I want to balance it. So he said, look, just tell me, I will just, just, this guy, you are righteous. Pilate knew. He went to the people. He said, this guy, you want, look. He now told the guy, he said, tell me, told Jesus Christ, he said, tell me. If you can just say, this is this, this is this. And because Jesus knew he was supposed to die. Are you getting what I'm saying? And I like what he said that somebody was about to be sacked and his least prayer in his fellowship and he's not aware that he's about to be sacked. So that means your spirituality is not really demonstrated in your place of assignment, on your place of work, on your business. It must be demonstrated. His own spirituality wasn't demonstrated there. Yours should be there. Should be demonstrated there. So if it's demonstrated that you can know that you deserve these cards, um, if God wants to promote you and it's going to come by the way of sack, you will know. Are you getting what I'm saying? You could even go ahead and resign. And those people will not be surprised that why did he resign? As if he knew we were coming on Monday and he resigned on Friday. Are you getting what I'm saying? So there are certain favor of kings you have to reject. Did you get that? Good. So there is... Grace for survivor or becoming victors in battles. Jeremiah 31 verse 2 to 3. Jeremiah 31 verse 2 to 3. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived this world found grace. Can you see that? <laughs> the people who did what? Survived this world. Found grace in the wilderness. Israel when I went to give him rest. Hmm. Go to verse 3. The Bible says, and the Lord appeared as appeared of old to me, saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. So, they found grace, that's why they survived the war. It is by the grace of God that we are not consumed. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. So, there is grace for demonstration of great power, signs, and wonders. Write this place down, you go and check it by yourself. Acts chapter 4, verse 33. When they prayed, Bible says, the place shook. And then they spoke the word of God with boldness. And great grace was upon them. There was great power that was released. And great grace was upon them all. Just summarized it. Acts chapter 6 verse 8. The same thing. There is grace for result and increase. Acts chapter 11 verse 22 to 24. Grace for his result and increase. The news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem. And they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch, yes. When he came and had seen the grace of God. Now look at it. He came and he had seen the grace of God. He was glad and he encouraged them all. That with purpose of heart, they should continue with the Lord. Yes. 
And the Bible says, for he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were added to church. I had to read verse 24 so that you understand the definition of the grace of God that he's talking about. Do you see that? A great many people were added to the church. So multitude is grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? That they are calling all your phones. Let's say you have like five phones. Businessmen, you have to have phones. That's part of the capacity you have to develop. No number must answer any of your clients. The number you are dialing now is not available. If your number is not available, you are not a businessman. Or the number you are dialing now is not on the network. They must have alternative. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that's why you must not be holding people to the point that you will now be forced to switch off your phone. Live a life of character. So there is grace for increase. So that increase can hit your business in such a way and then you heard in the morning that capacity, I like that illustration. That capacity, we, you know, when you, when you do, um, you know, the training, you delegating and creating organization and structure around your business. That's capacity. That's why when he was asking her, that will you be able to take GTB as, as a client? The blessing of God can keep. You know, even when Peter was blessed with a lot of fish, do you know that their capacity couldn't carry it? Thank God they had partners. The fish will have harvested them. There are certain results that can drown you. No, no. If you don't have capacity for it, don't even go near. And that's why God is trying to save some of us by not giving us certain level of blessings because it can kill are you getting what I'm saying? It's like you look like a boy of five years old. You say, come and get married. Most of the blessings we ask for, we don't really have capacity for them. But it's the training, you know, learning, acquiring more skills, building structures and all that around what our ideas and businesses are that helps us to develop capacity and then God can ride on that. I hope that is clear. There was no multiplication when he distributed the bread. He first organized the people to sit down. Do you remember? He first organized people to sit down. And when they counted people that sat down, men alone, 5,000. And he was holding five loaves of bread and then fish. Two fish. So when he gave it to the disciples, I was sharing in leadership retreat yesterday. When he gave it to the disciples, then the thing the disciples gave it to the people, he multiplied in the hands of the disciples, not the hand of Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? The thing is not multiplying because it's still with you. When you have structure and you deliver the ideas to people, then it becomes multiplied. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> if you are still here, can you say Amen. amen. So there's grace for multiplication, I've just told you now. The capacity will help that grace for multiplication, your right to actually take place. There is grace for building up and growth. Acts 20, 32, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. There is grace for inheritance, Acts 20, 32. There is grace for ministry. Grace for ministry. You are not a five-fold minister until you have been graced for it. Are you getting one? Appointment is different from anointing. Like I said, anointment. <laughs> appointment is different from anointing. 
Some people are anointed for positions they are appointed for. Some people just carry empty head into the position. And that's why they try to scheme and do all kinds of carnal fleshy things. Always looking for a they scheme. They look for a carnal way to get things done in the position. But you are in that position, you know that God has graced you for this position. Then you connect with God, you know how things can run. Praise the Lord. So, ministry. And then there is grace for strength. Grace for strength. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16. Isaiah chapter 4 verse 30. When he says you to faith and all that. Hebrew chapter 13 verse 9. Hebrew chapter 13 verse 9. Look at what he says in Hebrew chapter 13 verse 9. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. For it is good that the earth be established by grace. Can you see that? Not with fools which, which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. <laughs> Bible. <laughs> and people who have occupied with food. And Bible says it has not profited those who have been occupied with them. Be established in the truth. Grace. The heart be established. Now there is this dimension of all grace. First Peter. Let's just leave all the dimensions like that and go to all grace. First Peter chapter 5 verse 10. But may the God of all grace. May the God of all grace. Now, I would have loved to establish something here, but time is quickly running. Because before you go here, he says certain things. So he now says, but may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory. Now, don't forget, the eternal glory does not start in heaven. It starts here. But it's eternal. So when Bible says that, you know, the sons are waiting, the, 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 the heading or the people of the earth are waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. He's referring to the glory which was already in us that needs to be manifested. Is that clear? So when he says that, but the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory. Don't forget, Peter also said the same thing. He said you have been called to glory and virtues. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have been called to glory and virtues. What is glory? Glory is not smoke machine. Blowing smoke on the stage. That's not glory. Are you getting what I'm saying? Glory is not makeup. Mary Kay, Georgie Kay, whatever Kay. Glory is not some vague description or something somewhere. The splendor of some effulgence or some... Are you glory is solution. Can you say amen? Glory is solution. That you met a blind man and then you left him a man that can see. That's glory. Is that clear? Glory is solving problem. You say, I'm drippy, I'm drippy. Glory is, you say, dripping glory, dripping glory. And then it's just piled up like this and then it's carried no solution. Dripping, dripping. You are, see, you can drip and drop. There is nothing wrong in appreciating what you wear. There is nothing wrong in uh, carrying yourself well and doing. But do you have solution? When there is challenge in your management meeting, can you stand up and profile solution? The glory of Daniel is not in knowing how many how many literature. Are you getting what I'm saying? The glory of Daniel is in interpreting the dream of the king, telling the king the dream and interpreting it. Which all other astrologers and magicians couldn't do. Is that clear? That's the glory. 
And by that, God is glorified. That's why he said, let your light shine before all men. He didn't say, wear good suits. You will wear good suits before all men. But your light will shine. What is the light? Your character and solution. When Jesus Christ said, I'm the light of the world, let me show you. I mean, there are things that we just hear and we just, you know, we spiritualize a lot of things and we just dissociate ourselves from doing our responsibility. Because it's so spiritual, vague definitions. This is a, a, a forging the splendor of, I mean, by the time they finish the definition, you are confused more than before they gave you the definition. Look at John chapter, chapter, chapter 9. Just like that guy that runs. I'm angry right now. Does he still do all those things? I'm angry right now. I'm angry right now. I'm angry right now. I'm angry right now. <laughs> I put out a video. Somebody called me and said, Pastor, who offended you? <laughs> I'm angry right now. Probably this is one of the things that God has called me to do in the body of Christ. Everybody must take responsibility. The least member, if you are born again today, there is responsibility for you. John chapter 9, let's read from verse 1. Look at, they asked Jesus Christ, they said, We found a man who was born blind. Who sinned? Is he his mother or his father? Verse 3. Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sin. Can you, you know, people are too quick to judge people because they are in a particular situation. Are you getting what I'm saying? See how they concluded and summarized about the life of this man. It must have been his father that sinned, his parents, or he himself sinned. Somebody was born blind, you are still thinking he sinned. And that's a religious mindset. Always condemning themselves. Always having self-condemnation, self-guilt. It's religious mindset. Look at what God says. Amazing answer. But that the works of God should be revealed in him. Uh -uh. The works of God. So I must work the works of him who sends me while it is day. The night is coming when no man can what? Look at Nezbaz. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. Loud and clear. One, two, three, go. As I am in the world. So what is he saying? I've come into the world so that this blind man can see. Are you getting what I'm saying? He has sent you into the company so that the company can progress. That's why you must act like a covenant conscious, grace conscious entity in that company. When men say there's a casting down, then you will say there's a what? Lifting up. There's a solution here. Have you ever thought about it? That why God? Why did you? Why did you? Let, let me. Why did? Why was I born as a Nigerian citizen? Everybody talks about the problem of Nigeria. You are not even thinking that. How did I get here in the first place? If you ask that question, God can now be pointing you to why, which is the purpose for which you were born here. And if you know why, you may not even be relocating away from the why, because your purpose might mean that you should do something. Are you getting what I'm saying? Or your purpose might mean that you relocate to go and acquire skills and develop and learn certain things in certain other countries to now come back. I mean, look at Daniel. Look at um, Joseph. They were in strange countries. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look at Nehemiah. He came back to build the wall. That fell. Do you get what I'm saying? For people to relocate, there must be certain revelation of the scripture. That is connected to your relocation. Don't just do it casually. You are a believer. You are a spiritual person. I'm not saying you shouldn't go. But go with meaning. Go with purpose consciousness. 
that this world that is looking like it's falling down, we are coming to rebuild it. We give ourselves a target of five years. We, have, we know the university will go to go and acquire more training. We know the kind of people we associate with, the kind of company we work in, will come back and rebuild the central bank. Are you getting what I'm saying? As a covenant, grace-conscious believer. You are the light of the world. Someone say, I'm the light of the world. So 1 Peter chapter 5 says 10, verse chapter 5 verse 10 says, you know, when, 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 when he was talking about CFA, you know, I almost started thinking about CFA. How can you be learning, how can you be earning 100,000 now? Information is what you need. And in 4 or 5 years, you can be earning 2.5 million. By going for training. As I left this hall, went upstairs to rest a bit before I come back. I put up my phone. The first thing I saw was a woman who got a retired chartered accountant who was called to bar this last one that they call people to bar. 68 years old. 68 years old. That woman will have seen something if you ask her. I've seen something. A retired chartered accountant. And somebody at 35 thinking is, whoa, I'm tired. 40. I'm tired. 45, I'm tired. I screen grabbed it. I wanted to send it to my sister to forward it to my mom. <laughs> she was 66 last time. Look at your neighbor, say it's not late. It's not late. So you can never be late. So he said, May God made the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after you have suffered a while. Ah, you have suffered though. And I think he's already a why. Amen? <laughs> Wait, how many of you have gone through some things? Is he a while a little? Or is more than a why? Look at your neighbor, say I'm qualified for all grace. <laughs> you must not leave this service without the consciousness of all grace. He said, look at it, he said, after you have suffered a while, perfect, perfect you. Kai, that looks like a process. You have been going through the process and then perfection, you have gotten to perfection stage. Perfect you. And then he says, as you have been perfected, then you establish you. Strengthen you. And what? Say to you. Lift up your right hand and declare. Say, may the God of all grace. Answer me. Declare. Say, I receive grace. I receive all grace. From God of all grace. And I am perfected. Established. Strengthened. And I am settled. There's a job challenge. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let's take it again. Because you have to see it in light of what you have been going through as a person. That's why the word of God became a flesh with you. In your situation, identify with you. Lift up your right hand and let's declare it again. Say, I have received grace. I have received all grace. From God of all grace. Say, from today, I am perfected. Amen. Good. Now give us 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8. So when he says all grace, it means that every aspect of the life we are going to live, there is a grace allocated for it. When he says you're going out and you're coming in is blessed, he's talking about favor. 
That as you are going out, you see men. Who will help you? You connect with your benefactors. Sometimes with map, you can get lost. But there are certain men that will show up on your journey to where you are going as signposts. Mentors are like that. You won't get stuck with the signposts. Mentors are like signposts. They just point in the direction. You must, your own uniqueness is different from that of your mentor. Your destination is different from the, your, the destination of your mentor. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But there, your mentor will serve as guide. It will tell you, look, this is what happened here, this is what happened here. As you still have the Holy Ghost on your inside, then the Holy Ghost confirms the advice and the directions that you are getting from your mentor. Do you get what I'm saying? Look at what it says here. Now, he attached generosity to, to all grace here. And then we'll talk about that. He said, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you. So, God can look at everybody in this place and just single somebody out. He says, it's making all grace abound towards you. All grace is made available. But, you know, in making it abound towards you means that the activation of all grace begins to find expression in your life. And look at what he says all grace will produce. He said, abound towards you that you, 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 somebody say me. Me. Somebody say, I'm a candidate of all grace. So it means all the dimensions. You feel grace there. You experience grace. He says, you see, abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency. It sounded like you always, you know, you become like a junior Eshadai. You know what is called all sufficiency? God is God of all sufficiency. That is, you have the provision of El Shaddai. That you are not lacking anything at any point that you need anything. Look at all sufficiency in all things. All sufficiency in all things. May have an abundance for every good work. So that means you think of having the orphanage, orphans. There is abundance for every good work. You just think of sponsoring some people, you know, like scholarships. There's abundance for every good work. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's abundance. I remember back then on campus, everybody was looking for scholarship. I was qualified for scholarship. And then he said, this one, petroleum, this one, Where? He got the point. Most of us applied. Some people didn't get. Some few people get and all that. You know what God told me? He said, you are going to give scholarship before you graduate. <laughs> so I packaged. I went to go and do like a grant, like a scholarship. I just gave it to a group of people in a particular church. There is a good work he has called us to do. You must know the reason why you should be wealthy and rich, not spiritually now, in terms of your account balance, is there are so many people to be helped out there. Forget whether somebody wants to deceive her. Like I posted a video again. I posted the video. The first comment is, can somebody help me with 1,000 naira? How, do, how does, can somebody help me with 1,000 naira? If you listen to the video very well, you can even get more than that. But then, you are not concerned about, you just know that, okay, this is a popular video that is going to get people to come and view. And then, you see, can somebody help me with 1,000 naira? But let me tell you this. In our spirit of generosity, somebody can see that and say, send your account number and I'll wire 1,000 naira. There's nothing wrong in it. You may even have just 3,000 or 5,000 in your account. If you have that kind of consciousness, God will move you into billions. Because he knows you will not store the grace, the gift, the blessing with which he has blessed you with. 
why other people will be. You'll be a channel. You know a channel is not a reserve. Do you get what I'm saying? A channel will receive and discharge. A channel will distribute. So when he said be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth, and then replenish, and then have dominion, there is distribution in that network. Look at your neighbor. Say you're a channel of blessing. Say you're a channel of grace. Now declare to yourself, say I'm a channel of blessing. I'm a channel of grace. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awopisayo, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 080-3585-8047 or send a mail to admin at communioncc.org. You can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.